Who would jab? Jabba dabba 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 doo, jabba dab, jabba dab, jabba dabba dabba doo. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How hello. are we all today? Hello, hello, everybody. I think everybody is like hanging out, you know, not doing much. Doing uh, the 13 people thing as I get text messages um, from uh, my mother. <laughs> so there you go. But yes, uh, welcome to our first How to Type episode in the uh, studio now. Got, uh, um, can't really see what else we got here, but uh, I got phone, headphones, candle, Blue Yeti, you know. You're stuttering a little bit. Can you uh, reduce your voice activation on Discord so I can hear you? Yeah, we can do that for sure. Okay, let's do that. Lower it a tiny bit. And can we get the microphone a wee bit closer to your mouth? Let's see. Okay. Is that better? Better at all? Uh, yes. You were a bit echoey before, but that's much nicer. That's so, nice hello, nice ladies and gentlemen. Um, we will be typing Mr. John Cleese today. Now, if any of you know. Oh, my. Oh, if my. Any <laughs> if any of you were wondering, John Cleese is actually a British comedian. Now, um, you might have seen him in Harry Potter. He played Nearly Headless Nick. Or you might also know him from the Monty Python series, like, such as literally. Monty Python's King Arthur. Or if you really want something even more obscure, Jab, uh, it's obvious like he's well known for his uh, role as Q in some of the recent James Bond films. No, not really, but he did play the role because Desmond Llewellyn right. died. Right, right. Okay, so yeah, so he's a comedian, very funny guy. Um, how many people we got? We've only got three, four at the moment. That'll pop up to 100 in a few minutes, but whatever. Yeah, um, all good. So yeah. It's not like we told anyone that we were going to do this. So. Yeah, just impromptu stream. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. We just impromptu stream. But yeah, but uh, speaking of streaming schedules, guys, we're going to be doing like a how to type probably on Thursday nights uh, and then going to be doing the Q&A sessions on Sundays, uh, probably Sunday mornings. Uh, we'll probably be doing them Sunday mornings in Pacific uh time zone which would basically mean like we'll have the euro zone covered as well for q a so just uh being up front with you on our schedule here and uh, i'm gonna go over the format right now jab so we got a nice little trusty uh, whiteboard here that's uh properly mounted uh to the wall i promise it's actually level like i i, I promise it's level i checked uh right right and uh so typically we're gonna be doing something a little bit different tonight now typically we've been you know picking out individual cognitive functions for various statements, but uh, that's actually misleading. And we're not going to be doing that. Uh, we're not gonna be doing that. Uh, instead, we're gonna be focusing on cognitive axes today. So we're gonna be looking for SE plus NI statements or NE plus SI statements or TE plus FI statements or FE plus TI statements because people need to understand that there's this thing called cognitive synchronicity as well as cognitive axes, etc. So, very, very important. Um, yeah, okay. One second, I'll fix that. Yeah, so... Um, How do I do well, that? Uh, just turn it all the way down to the left and it should make it continuous activation. But yeah. Is it on so continuous yeah, we'll activation now? Is that good? Are we... uh, uh, let's oh. see. Hello, as we yes. like, fail at sound? Yes, perfect. Okay, perfect, cool. perfect, perfect. Great. All right. So yeah, we'll be using the cognitive axis and obviously the interaction styles versus temperaments. If you would like to type along with us, you can go to uh, csjoseph.life and there is the type grid on the front page or if you have it downloaded, you can open it up in PDF form and type along with us. So we're gonna have our interaction styles, which are the right, they are the, actually the rows. So structure, start of finish your background. And obviously those are going to correspond to direct initiating control informative responding movement. And then we've also got the, the temperaments, which are the columns. So we've got guardians, artisans, intellectuals, idealists, 
of which the subcomponents of those are concrete, affiliative, systematic, abstract, pragmatic, interest. Did I cover them all or did I double up? I don't know, but they're all there on the board if I did. So that will allow us to determine the interaction style versus the temperament, which will allow us to narrow another type. And we've also got the cognitive axis to double check our answer. Dope. Anything, anything you want to add to that? Uh, we'll also be looking at quadras after uh, we pick out uh, some of the cognitive axes. Uh, so um, just from now on, I would like to address the audience in terms of cognitive axes one more time. Now, it is actually the proper way to use the type grid or when you're doing cognitive function analysis with what people are saying or even what they're texting to actually use cognitive axes. So like when you say like, well, I think you feel statements or I feel you think statements or, um, or this is what I've done. You want to do that, right? Or you want to do that? Wow. Because you want to do that. I want to do that too, right? That's an NE plus SI statement. Or SE plus NI is, I see what you all are doing over there. I want to do it with you, right? Or um, right. see, like, this is like, this is what you're about to do, but this is what you're already doing. I see what you're already doing, so I want to do it. Or I see what you might do, I, I or or I've already done it, so you're going to definitely want to do it, right? So that's, that's the differences between them. We're trying to identify these specific statements. You could utilize cognitive axes to actually uh, derive cognitive axes from text messages if you wanted to. You could permeate all of social media utilizing this method to actually accurately type someone based off of cognitive function analysis. And this is the proper way to do it, right? We're not just like going out there and picking willy nilly one little function or, oh, it's an SE parent statement, obviously. You know, we're not doing that. And people that do that don't believe them. Seriously, don't believe them. Typing right. somebody based on individual functions is inaccurate. And if you watch previous how to type uh, uh, live streams that we've done, uh, we're actually really have been following cognitive axes more so. We just don't really openly say it, but it's the method that we've been following this whole entire time. But given that season 17 is literally around the corner because I believe to my knowledge, season 16, episode eight will be premiering tomorrow night and it will be uploaded to our Patreon tonight. Yeah, so like if you didn't know, we have a Patreon now, patreon.com slash csjoseph. Become a uh, subscriber. That would be the dopest. And uh, yeah, we post everything there up first. Up. You know what? What jab? What are you saying? Hashtag coin operated. Oh yeah, yeah. So, we're, we're very coin operated here. Apparently. Hashtag sell it. Hashtag coin operated. Hashtag. Yeah. Um, like jab. Yeah. We're, we're trying to be like the cool channels. Um, we don't actually uh, really like our giant sellouts. It's just we're doing what we think we need to do. So uh, please don't hate. Yeah, well, the thing is, when it comes to a jab here, uh, I, I I made sure to uh, to invest in him as much as I could this week, so I had an additional coin slot surgically installed, you know. So, exactly. So we're good to go. Trust me. Perfect. And I've actually been uh, modified to also take credit cards. So uh, hashtag not a Nigerian scam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so Jab, let's ask the audience. Uh, so, uh, what what type is uh, John Cleese? Let, let's let's get in the votes right now. What is the what does the audience think? Let's get some votes in. Yeah, let's see. I think uh, Jab, I'm I'm probably gonna go with uh, an NTJ or an SFP tonight. That's what I'm going with. So yeah, I mean when I when I. Uh showed this guy to you i'm like yeah this guy's probably an sfp so let's see all right so we got one vote for intj isfj mm -hmm. entp everyone's ENTP. all over the place everyone's over the place please ENTJ. ENT. lucas martinez entj okay so the audience is kind of all over the place right now esfp with callum there lucas entj ESFP. <laughs> yeah, this is everywhere. it's all over the place nice so, wow, Colby says, as an actor, I'd assume SE plus NI. Fair enough. I don't agree with that, but fair enough. Watch too much of an interview. We've got an ISTJ. We've got an ESTP. We've got an INTP. I feel like everyone's just uh, yeah. throwing it. <laughs> and, and Jab, and Jab we got to really be on our game tonight because Fatewind is watching us. And Fatewind has been with us since, like, the first 100 subscribers Ooh. ever since the beginning. So we got to be on top really? of the game tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Really? 
So oh, 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 we sh we surely cannot blunder and look like idiots in front of her then or him. Not not at all. Definitely not. Definitely not. So all right. So uh, here's how we do it. We're gonna be playing some clips. We're gonna be using uh, these type grid strategies. Although the fourth one is technically right here, which is quadras. So quadras, temperaments, interaction styles, cognitive axes. And we're going to go through the type grid. And uh, if you don't know where to get the type grid, join our Discord server and use the command exclamation point type grid one word and the type grid will magically appear on your screen. There you go. Because that's what the bots are oh, to do. You go to csjoseph.life and it's there on the front page. All right. So fair enough. Let's get it. Let's get this thing going. Fired up. Let's get this first clip going. All right. So let's go with this first clip, which is him talking about Donald Trump on Stephen Colbert. Let's go with this. Being here again. Well, thank you for allowing me to meet Eric Holder. Oh, you, you got to meet just him, him now. Eric Holder. He's a great man. Wow. If he runs, he's, I think I might come and help him. I think he's fantastic. <laughs> he's fantastic. F-I-T-E statement. He's a really like great man. Uh-huh. When you say, yes, I'm thinking about it, that means you've already done it. <laughs> right. Is that a bit informative? Like, oh, if he does this, then I think I might help him. Yeah, that is a little informative. I'll put that in there. Okay. <laughs> That's Washington for raising money That's right now. Well, thank you for being part of uh, tonight's furry hat. I oh, mean, I think no one else has shared furry hat. I know. But you, you're oh, it. Sorry. Very I, I want to thank you. I feel very proud of that. Hey, well, nothing. I nothing feel very proud. Than to see John Cleese and yep, FITE. <laughs> I I was watching you tonight. You're sillier even than I thought. Oh, <laughs> you're sillier. I know. It's a very high compliment. That's an uh, SEI statement. That's uh, SEI. Sir John Cleese. Surely uh, you have contributed as much to British culture. There's Sean Connery or somebody like that who's already got a sir. I'm too naughty. John was naughty. Yeah, yes, but I'm I'm just untrustworthy and uh, and uh, how are you? Did you did you did you borrow money from the Queen and didn't pay her back or something? <laughs> so really, no, I've never ever come your way. Ever no, thought about it? No, they've never asked me. But even better than that, I was earlier. I was offered the CBE, which is one of our uh, decorations. Commander, yes, of the British Empire. God, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> and, so what is that? What is what is it? What what is knighthood? What is that? OBE? Yeah, but let me tell you about the, the CBE. I said, well, what is it's commander of the British Empire? I said, can I call myself Commander Cleese? You know, like uh, Commander Bond. And they said, no. <laughs> and I said, what is this British Empire? And they said, well, there isn't one anymore, really. So. <laughs> That's not worth it. And then, That's well, what, we went, is it better? What? Commander, is it better? Oh, well, there's three. There's commander of the British Empire, there's the order of the British Empire, there's the member of the British Empire. These things are given out to people to make them feel better about it. <laughs> and what's the best one? Well, the best one was the one I was offered. Oh, wow. And that was CBE. And then I was offered a peerage. Do you know what that means? Uh, a, a lord. Yes. Okay. I could have been Lord Cheese. <laughs> People may not know. Family name is actually Cheese. Yeah. Well, my, my dad's name was Cheese. Yes. He changed it. For sure. When he went to the First World War to fight. I mean, I wish he changed it to something sensible, because I was always called Cheese at school. You know. So why did he change it to Rockefeller or Finkelstein? <laughs> but no, I was offered a, <laughs> a peerage. A peerage. And, and I, why were you offered? <laughs> What does that I, get? I, I had helped a centre party in England called the Liberal Democrats, and I was extremely fond of the leader, Paddy Ashton, who yeah. was the best prime minister we'd ever had. And at the end of it, when he when he resigned as leader, um, he, he said he sent me to the House of Lords, and I suddenly realised. Kind of seems systematic with how he's going over all those titles in that direction. You know what I mean? Well, the idea. But he doesn't seem to give a shit about them. So yeah, much. fair enough. Because you're countercultural. Yeah. You know, and oh yes, but they would have been so very cross. <laughs> but then uh, he said, "But the been. only uh, you you have to vote for." I remember 
in the House of Lords. And I said, does that mean that I have to be there in the winter? And he Does said, that mean I'm I have to be there in the winter? Yeah. So that's like yeah. a freedom issue. Yeah, Pragmatic and NISE. And that is never to be cold again. <laughs> well, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Never, ever. That sounds a bit Donald concrete. Trump, uh, you're familiar with Donald Trump. Yeah, maybe not. I, I've heard the name. Yes. yes. He says he thinks the British like ever. him. Do they like him? No. Oh, my. <laughs> them i think he, li he likes people <laughs> oh yeah I think do they like him no <laughs> concrete yeah. direct no should he just well, trust, he doesn't trust anyone in charge of the democracy no. no no he doesn't do this he doesn't do that yeah that's an sci statement well um a uh, bit of a milestone of fish called wanda of <laughs> sure <laughs> It's a way of filling the time. Exactly. Fish called Wanda uh, celebrated its 30th anniversary this month. Yeah. And um, it has it has a, a, a sad but extraordinary um, honor uh, of some yeah. kind is that when it first came out, a man, I believe he was, he was Danish. He was a dentist in uh, Orhus, the second largest town in Denmark. Okay, tell the people uh, what his reaction was to seeing the movie. Well, he was famous in Orhus for his convulsive laugh. And uh, he, he, after about five minutes, he started to laugh, and he, he never stopped. Very S-E, very, very S-E. I'd say that S-E is a dominant or, a, or an optimistic S-E for sure. And had to be carried out of the cinema during the rest of the You movie. literally killed a man. I killed a man. And was, what was your reaction when you found out? Uh, delight, I think. <laughs> yeah, delight. <laughs> you gotta go. So I wouldn't mind. -E. So I wouldn't say that's pragmatic, but I would say that's not affiliative. <laughs> not affiliative. Yeah, no, that that is a pragmatic statement because it's not affiliative for sure. It's like, oh, he yeah, died laughing. Yeah. Exactly which scene. <laughs> John, lovely to see you. Thank you for being here. John, please, everybody. We'll be right back. And that's the end of that clip. Let's go to the next one. Keep going. Wow, it's a little bit all over the board, i got to say. Yeah, very overall the board. I mean, I think we could probably have identified that temperament pretty well, or the uh, the quadra pretty well. Um, so it looks like it's going to be an NTJ uh, SFP based on our current information. But let's get, let's get some more interviews in. Let's get some more clips in. All right, we got him on Conan O'Brien with right. Eric Idle. So let's see how this goes. You have said, and I find this to be curious, that you prefer rude questions from journalists oh, to polite yes. ones. What oh, are you yeah. talking about? Well, if people say, what is your favorite <laughs> sketch, you really don't like dogs. It doesn't lead anywhere. Right. If somebody says, why have you been married so many times? Why can't you? You know, it's much, it's much more interesting. That's you a very it. systematic statement. He has like his own system that he follows for, for journalists. Well, and he's doing about it no. pragmatically. That when someone asked you that? No, you couldn't upset me if you tried. Okay. Why have you been married so many times? Right, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> I've been married so many times. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about this? Uh, I've been married for 34 years. Yeah. yeah. To four different... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. To four different wives. Is that what is your favorite? Is that your favorite rude question? Is about what's your favorite rude yeah, question the reporter yeah, ever yeah. asked you? And don't ask him. He's been, how long have you been married to that dreadful woman? <laughs> I have wow. Wow. gorgeous wow. That's a TV yeah. statement. If I Almost heard 40. One. Your life is. I mean, that was a little direct. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful woman. What are they clapping for? I mean, 40 years. Where'd the sound go? Like, disappeared on me. You guys still hear me? Because I can't hear anything. Okay. Jab, I can't hear you. I think. Uh... 
No jab. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Jab just kind of disappeared. You guys think like some Cessna plane is just flying over his house and just like crash right into it, you know, just now. And it's like, oh crap, we just lost jab. You know what I mean? That'd be, that'd be weird. Oh wait, I'm getting text messages. Okay. Awesome. Oh my. Yeah. Discord, All right. Well, Discord AFK me out. That's dope. <laughs> All right. Get, get back to the group. Get back to the group, right. bro. Get back. How far do I have to rewind? Uh, don't rewind. You want to go to the next one because I'm tired of these night show uh, clips. Let's let's move on to the next one for you. Oh shit! Um, a bunch of them are night shows, but let's go to this one. This one looks all right. Okay. So this is a very long one, which we might have to skip through. Okay. NDM thing that I said last night. That's nice. not very exciting, is it? And um, it's not very exciting. SCNI. Would anybody want to say the same thing night after night after night? Um, but 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 uh, it's absolutely that's how I feel about it because I'm not really an actor, and that's one of the things in the book. I'm much more a, a writer who happens to perform his own stuff, not least because the acting is paid much better than the writing. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of questions do you get when you do this normally? Are there any rude questions coming from? Oh the yes, I ask for rude questions because they're, okay. no, no, they're much more. Oh, let's skip through this. We've basically the already said this joke. Are California. For fawning rubbish. Yeah. Um, so it's much nicer when people say, "Why can't you form a stable ambience?" Favorite question. Problem is, if she is found in Hyde Park with a dagger between her shoulder blades, there's only one person they're going to come to. You know. <laughs> so which one is this of the of the three that you? Divorced? Oh, this is number three. Number three. So he's number talking about his wives. Always the last. Or ex-wives. That is the most yeah. Vicious. No, I don't think so. No, I think this was a matter of temperament. Yeah, that's direct. <laughs> yeah, um, that's direct. Yeah, the first married to was Connie Booth. Little you know from Fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Connie's great. <laughs> then I married my second one, who is no longer with us. I'm very fond of her, actually, Barbara, but she. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, that was mm. good. That was is worrying uh, quicker than I am, so um, <laughs> I'd better speed up a bit. Uh, she was, however, an alcoholic uh, who suffered from bipolar um, problems. And uh, so it just goes to show... An SCNI statement? Talking about someone doesn't... else's issues like that? What's what? happening to them? <laughs> but she only cost $4 million. <laughs> If, that's if a, that's a pragmatic thing to say. A marriage was a co had a cost associated with it. Yeah. I know it's quite a lot, isn't it? But uh, Alice Faye, my my third one, she got twenty million, or at least she's had twenty million minus the four hundred thousand that I'm going to have to pay her next year, unless she dies sadly, tragically. Um, is, is, she, is she like Ivana Trump, who said, "Don't get even, get everything." <laughs> About that's, that's about right. She used to talk about being black-hearted, and I've never come across any other human being who talked quite openly about being black-hearted. Um, but it turned out she was right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard a single abstract statement this entire night, Jab. What do you think? Like, said, is there anything abstract going on here? No. No, no, no. It's all no. about what is. I, yeah, it's, it's just straight up what is the whole time. Straight up. Not, not like zero abstraction. I just not seen it at all. Not seen yeah. it. Yeah. All. all right, let's keep going. Let's keep going then. Yeah, direct so initiative control. You were the player. Had she contributed anything to the relationship? <laughs> wow. That's another pragmatic statement. Yeah. It's like this person was worthless and they did nothing and they yeah, got paid this That money. was actually, that was very interest based too. Very interest based. Some years now. Yeah. <laughs> how, how many Five, years? Nine years. Nine, nine years. years. Yes. That's very good because I have been married actually for 38 years. But you know, done in different <laughs> sections. Yes. 
Okay. Well, you pick. Would you like to have the audience uh, have a go with you, or would you like to read from your autobiography? I think. Uh, why don't you ask me something extremely rude? <laughs> really interested in. Um, something I'm interested, interested in. in. N-I-S-E. Yeah. Uh-huh. Keep going. Rude question, but I have been enjoying tremendously your book and your so writing. Pleased. Thank you. Yeah, really. And you're writing about your mom. Oh, yes. And, uh, oh, yes. <laughs> well, that's where it all started. Yeah. Well, would you like to read? Yeah, that? sure. I'll tell you, I've got a funny bit here about yeah, yeah, yeah. mom on page yeah? 10. Page 10. Yeah, that's the one I like. Yes. Here. This is the English version. Oh, yeah. Christ. There we are. I used to joke, she was a fearful woman. I said she used to joke she suffered from omniphobia. Does he seem a bit movement? You know, you know. Like, yeah, he literally that, goes yeah, to yeah, up the yeah, book yeah, and he's yeah, already reading it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's movement for sure. Like there wasn't even a pause in between him picking up the book and starting to read. Medium yeah. size around a bit was a hazard and any reasonably loud sound startled her beyond reason. I once compiled a list of events that frightened her and it was quite comprehensive. Very loud snoring, low flying aircraft, church bells, fire engines, trains, buses and lorries, thunder, shouting, large cars, most medium sized cars, noisy small cars, Burglar alarms, fireworks, especially crackers, loud radios, barking dogs, whinnying horses, nearby silent horses, <laughs> cows in general, megaphones, sheep, corks coming out of sparkling wine bottles, motorcycles, even very small ones, balloons being popped, vacuum cleaners. I mean, this is a bit systematic. Cleaners. It's like all yeah. lists and whatnot. Yeah, it's all systematic. Yeah. Very. Coffee cushions, chiming doorbells, hammering bombs, hooters, old-fashioned bomb clocks, pneumatic wheels, and hair dryers, even those used by her. In a nutshell, Mother experienced the cosmos as a vast, limitless booby trap. That was abstract. Inaccurate. Let's skip a bit forward because yeah. him talking about lists of his mother. <laughs> yeah. so, that's a very odd thing to make a woman laugh, isn't it? That that kind of black hue. Yeah. And and she was 101. She died eventually. <laughs> yeah, there isn't an affiliative bone in this guy's body. Can you can you make an can you make like it's obvious he's direct, like he's not informative at all. We know that for a fact. But can we make an argument between initiating versus responding? You know, uh, she lived through the um, the list the, uh, was not abstract. The, uh, the list is not abstract. Somebody said the list is abstract. I don't think it was. It was just a bunch of statements or him being a bit of a smart ass. Yeah, that's I true. That but there like, was no one. Oh, this person was afraid of. Here's a list of stupid things that they're afraid of. Ha ha! Look how dumb they are. Yeah, I. The thing is, though, like. I don't know. I think he's in cognitive transition with when he's like doing this, right. uh, this, these interviews, you know. So it's kind of. Uh, oh, I'm just reading right. the feed here. It's not that simple. <laughs> yeah, it's not that simple. But I mean, like when you look, when you're breaking down the sentences, though, I haven't really. Not much T-I-F-E, no S-I-N-E at all, like none. I bet his S-I is super low. It's like S-I trickster, S-I S I demon, low, like straight up. And it's been S-E-N-I the entire time. And the list that he's been doing is F-I-T-E. He's been very pragmatic and very systematic so far. You know, the concrete right. is abstract, not sure about. I'm not sure about control versus movement, but we have seen a little bit more movement from control that you've pointed out and in initiating, responding, not sure. If we're just going on all this information just by default, so far it looks like INTJ with ESFP subconscious really? development. Yeah. That's really? That's kind of where I'm at with this so far. Uh, INTJ he might, comedian. He might be me. Yeah, you might be. That's, uh, that's where I'm seeing it go right now. So, but let's keep going. 
All right, let's keep uh, going. Uh, this is the video, right? The, uh, Great Depression, the rise of Hitler and Stalin, Second World War. The so he's talking war. about his mum, who's been 101 years old. What she's seen, another list. Cold War, collapse of communism. She lived through it all without really noticing any of it. It's true. She had no, she had no curiosity. Yeah, I think he's like, because he's, he's constantly staying on the subject, consistently staying on the subject that the interviewing is asking him. He's not really initiating that much more. He's always within the confines of the original subject that he's being asked, right? And he'll initiate every now and then like, oh, because you asked me a rude question instead. You, you see what I'm saying, you know, from that point of view? So could actually make an argument for responding on that side specifically because he's staying in the context of um, he's staying in the context of uh, the subject every time he doesn't often change the subject or or even start an entirely new subject with the interview I'm just not seeing it you know what I mean he's not responding he's control okay mr. Jonathan why is he controlled someone in the chat saying he's very controlled and yeah. like I don't really see it. So like point out like what we've missed because we might have missed something. This is actually one of the more trickier ones because this guy is like a comedian. He's like doing some cognitive transitions. Yeah, I I'm not really oh. I'm not really into control because yeah, I get that speed could be a thing with control versus movement, but uh the thing is, though, is that someone whose movement is very process-oriented, right? They're, like, extremely process-oriented. It's all about getting the best process to get any outcome they want, whereas someone whose control is more focused on the outcome. You know, like like Elon Musk, he's control. He's just trying to get through the interview, whereas uh, John Cleese sees the interview as just a process that he follows. You know what I mean? Which is why I'm more inclined to put him in the movement category, uh, more so than control at this point. Just, just from that point of view. Um, mm -hmm. All right, let's uh, keep let's keep plowing ahead, and we'll see what we get. <laughs> when I was still married to my last wife, um, my last wife made a salad with little quails' eggs. Do you know what I mean? They're little little quails' eggs. And my mother said, "Oh, these, these are very nice. What are they?" And I said, "Well, they're moles' eggs, mother." <laughs> and she said, "Moles' eggs? I didn't know moles uh, laid eggs." And I said, "Oh, yes, they lay, lay them. And when there's a full moon, uh, they, <laughs> that's <them>. abstract." <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> After a new moon, you can collect the eggs <laughs> and cook them. And she said, well, I'd never do that. <laughs> because she had no information, do you see what I mean, that would, that would contradict that. Another time she heard me talking about uh, Mary, Queen of Scots. And she said, oh, oh I, I've heard of Mary. Who's Mary, Queen of Scots? I said, it was a Scottish darts player. That's a track too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is gonna actually be really hard to break down. He's clearly bouncing between his subconscious and his ego. Yeah, yeah, it is. He's really bouncing. Which one is it? Which yeah. one's the subconscious? Yeah, like just, just looking at her axes for sure. We know he is hands down an SFP or an NTJ. Like that's it. He's this quadra, one of those two by default. So, you know, and he doesn't seem like he's behind the scenes at all. So not really much of an ENTJ approach, to be honest. So, but yeah, like, it's like, okay, is this guy an ESFP or is he an INTJ, basically? It's kind of where I'm coming at it from, you know what I mean? But, like, right. he just seems, as these interviews going on, I'm just seeing more responding. I obviously don't have much tick marks going in there, but he's still staying within the confines of the discussion every time. He's not initiating new things, you know? It's just, it's just long responses, et cetera. 
and I'm, I'm really going with responding and I'm not really seeing as much control, you know? So more of a kind of seems like he's focused on the finish, right? Because he keeps finishing on and on and on and on and on and getting the real big finish. And the, and the end finish is the punchline every single time. Right. You know what I mean? And he's very systematic. We, we spotted some, a lot of systematic tonight. Uh, we've spotted a lot of pragmatic, you know, so, but anyway, let's keep going. Uh, no, Colin Young, the interview format is not uh, skewed to responding. If you watch our episode on uh, Kanye West, uh, you will see that it's not. Yes, that guy who pointed out seven, Robert Potts, you're the man. You are the man. Uh, you'll notice that like these extroverts uh, specifically have that. Discord wanted to drop me out or drop you out again. Like, yeah. I don't know what you're doing. We're just getting dropped out around here because Discord is terrible tonight for some reason. Okay. Well, we're back. Awesome. All right. So what did I miss for the last, like, 10 seconds? I was explaining to uh, uh, Colin Young that uh, just because you're in an interview format, it doesn't put people more so into responding. That Not necessarily because even initiator will initiate and become the interviewer, basically. And we even saw that with Kanye West, right? And he's just yelling out right. seven or talking about how he got uh, uh, lipo <laughs> for his wedding because he didn't want all those people <laughs> present to tell him he was fat. Like, like, I got on. liposuction for my wedding, man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, you know, mm. definitely not. Uh, I, I would lean towards one of the NTJs just by the fact that he seems way more direct over informative. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to do that too. Definitely leaning in the NTJ direction. Which would imply that he has got amazing shadow integration and what would be really interesting is if we got some interviews when he was younger where his shadow integration would probably be less profound. Yeah. So maybe we could have done that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, in fact, I'm going to try and do that right now. But the temperament, but the temperament definitely an NT for sure. Based on as far as we knew. Abstract, pragmatic, systematic, we got that down. It's just an interaction style. We just got to come up with this correct interaction style. So let's get some more information for the audience for sure. Fair I mean, I got an interview from eight, 1986. You want to give that a shot? Yeah, sure. Why not? And GSW champions for 2019. I don't have any lipo stories, but sometimes I feel like I probably should have a lipo story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, so I can scream out seven over and over to people. That's definitely uh, what I want to do. Well, I mean, you you, you got to – never mind. Let's not talk about liposuction when we can talk about John Cleese. That's right. Um, Seven. Let's, let's do this new uh, video. Blah, blah, blah. Insurance with the Union of Canton Insurance Company. He had an interesting life because he went off to fight the First World War. Um, okay. Also when he changed this seems way more NTJ. There you go. Yeah, I could turn up. Who was a solicitor's clerk, a very crafty one, who owned the entire office block in which he worked <laughs> as a solicitor's clerk. Unfortunately, the family story went, he put the money into railways instead of into beer, so we never had any. We literally had nothing except dad's salary in the 50s, which was 30 quid a week, which was quite comfortable. I mean, we had a lost in pain. Dad used to uh, just drive around Somerset selling insurance. Was that the circuit? Was it insurance, accountancy, mm -hmm. sisters, clerks? That's right. your father's friend, mother's friend. He seems really friend. control in that interview. Like, Yeah, like, he's yeah. less... Bouncing around with his vocal, yeah. he's like very calm and relaxed. Oh, yes, I see. Well, my father was actually a very good gentleman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. very controlled in that interview for sure. Uh, and he and he uh, invested all of our money in beer, so we didn't see much. But he earned thirty quid a week, which is actually quite magnificent. Yeah. Whereas 
if you look at these videos where he's older, he's like, and so my mother was obnoxious. I told her this story and I said, we actually are mole eggs. And then I gave her the mole eggs and she said, oh, okay, sweetie. Yeah. And that was the story about is, me telling my mother true. they were mole eggs. It is true that when, in the beginning, I did say that SE would have to be an optimistic function for sure, which means that would have to be SE yeah. child or hero. And so if it's more SE child in that situation, that would point to uh, him being an ENTJ. So let's keep going. And then you go to this video from 30 years ago and it's like, oh, yes, well, you see, my father was earning 30 quid a week. As opposed to, oh, yeah, oh. Anyway, let's wow. keep Turn it up a little bit. Can't hear it. Turn it up a little bit? Yeah. There was a huge, gentle pressure to become an accountant. <laughs> I am a chartered accountant. <laughs> I am also a chartered accountant. I am a chartered accountant too. I am a gorilla. Do you see your background as having provided you with some terrific targets? Yes. Yes. I think it yes. also, yes. I felt at times that it... It's it responding here. feel as though... I'm in tune with what's going on in England. I don't think I feel that anymore because I think I'm too old now. That there was oh, God. <laughs> He's calling himself too old 30 years ago. Because there's a kind of typicalness <laughs> about where I came from. I see it in a funny kind of way as being an archetypally British middle class or low middle class. I think you feel that there is an enormous um, pressure to conform and to be respectful and not to shock. And I think a lot of what I've been doing is attempting to escape from that. At the same time, there's a very strong Puritan work ethic. Very, very strong. I think people find it terribly hard really to enjoy themselves. And I think that that's something that's been with me a long, long time. <laughs> this is my wife, Audrey. She spells a bit for Chess article. <laughs> There must have been some kind of misunderstanding because this is not the problem. What? Who's the bird? I mean, well, I mean, hey, you've got a nice pair there, haven't you, love? Come on, give it to me. What the hell? Shut up, you silly bitch. Is there any bit of fun? <laughs> the very soul people in Western Supermare um, really kissing each other. I mean, husbands and wives sort of pecked each other on the forehead, you know? Or patted each other on the hand. It was that very distance thing as though emotion could come along and send everything spinning off out of control and i think that's why certainly i have always had this feeling that my emotions were rather held in uh, self-repression and externally applied repression that's right. and the escape from that is some spasm of anger violence mm -hmm. well i think why why is an interaction of fear as well isn't it? Well, yes, fear fears there. Certainly, see, responding there. The Do you see how he paused as the interviewer yeah. like slightly started yeah. to speak over him? Yep, yep, that was. And then you went with the interviewer to sure that was responding. That's cheap. That's why Basil Fawlty was uh, a very successful creation in the long run. Was that he embodied the kind of thing that the English feel sometimes, which is because they can't say. I'm sorry, this is this food is not good enough, or I bought this pair of shoes, I want you to replace it. You know, because they can't do these simple acts of self-assertion, they tend to become on the surface kind of brittle politeness and underneath a lot of seething rage. And I think that so many people in England feel this, that that was one of the reasons why they could identify with Basil, also find him funny, and at the same time quite like because he's a monster. And yet people feel quite affectionately about him, which is a very strange paradox. Oh, it's so obvious now. I've seen the light. Well, I must be punished then, mustn't I? You're a naughty boy. Make effect. You are very tall and you can... Well, I do move oddly. I yes, mean, I wish... But I you move even more oddly. In well, slightly. But I wish I was a lovely movement. And I'm not. And uh, I don't have to exaggerate as much, unfortunately, as it looked like Basil. I remember the first time I ever saw myself, which was in New Zealand where we were doing this 63 show, and we were there in 64, and the New Zealand Broadcasting Company came and taped it, and it is a most extraordinary experience seeing yourself on tape for the first time, because nothing, nothing 
is as you perceive it. And I look like a cross between a sort of giraffe and a hovercraft because I moved along. The I was on an air cushion with the top half of me sort of waving very slightly from side to side. Very uh, but the very yeah. terrible yeah. thought, if I pointed at things I was doing, let's look at that. And at the same time, I talked almost the whole time without moving, I talked. So a very strange creature, which had nothing to do with me at all, and was me. You were very tall, very young. Very you? tall, very young. I was six foot when I was 12. Taller than all the teachers in my prep school when I was 12. Um, and this, I remember one of them referring to me as a prominent citizen, and everybody laughing. And the trouble about being very tall is you can't withdraw into the background. You were there. At the same time, I was an only child, and really quite solitary in my habits until I got to prep school. And I wasn't well liked at all. In fact, I was quite badly bullied because, although nobody can believe this, it was a very meek and rather indecisive and um, bulliable side to me. I remember my father arriving once to say hello, you know, to bring me something, and he found three boys sitting on top of me. <laughs> to you, got another, you got another one we could do uh, from a similar time period? Uh, let's see. Um... This is what happens Stand when you do a how to type session without like any uh, previous uh, foreknowledge about it. You know what I mean? You just kind of let it take you where it takes you. Good times. I don't know. Like he just seemed seemed so controlled during that interview. You know what I mean? Like he just really, really seemed it for sure. And yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning in the ENTJ direction right now, Jab. To be honest. Hmm. Let's get one more interview to confirm. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. John Cleese, young interview. John Cleese from 20 years ago. Maybe. Here we go. Okay. I think this well, should be. sketch lives, but not I gather in the Amnesty Gala. Why is that, Michael Palin? Well, John's forgotten it. After all these years. An expensive course of therapy, and it's been totally expunged from his brain by expensive laser treatment. We've discovered something better. So yes, we've gone back through the files. We've done Parrot Shop now. Yes. Well, we had a bad moment at Drury Lane when Michael broke up, which he's always doing on stage because unfortunately he's very undisciplined. He's actually performing this year, which is a shame. That's how it goes. And um, when we uh, forgot the next the next line, um, <laughs> I turned to the audience and said, what is the next line? Four or five people in the front row gave it to me, whereupon we picked it up and we have gone with it. So we think this time we might have a competition. <laughs> but don't you find audience Forgetfulness? Weakest, huh? <laughs> yeah. you I'm, I'm leading INTJ. You're leading INTJ? I think they want to do it more. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we ought to do is ask the audience up on stage to do Paris sketch, and John and I can go off and have a quick drink. <laughs> But so no, we're doing a, a one that is better, right? Which one is that? It's called Cheese Shop. What's and the essence? There's a small group of people who like Cheese Shop very much. Mm -hmm. Aficion Aficionados of, of uh, Formaggio comedy. The Pimpasso series in particular were actually very good. I think they were the best things we wrote. And then we got kind of skillful at doing flow of consciousness and doing mm -hmm. clever things with the shape of the show. But when we go back to the stage show, flow of consciousness, that's yeah, an abstract statement. Yep. I don't think we had anything against sketches. It was just that a lot of good ideas were never included in, in pre-Python shows because they didn't have an ending. And for round <laughs> weeks, right, yeah. Let's focus I wanted to ask initiating yeah, responding and control versus movement. Let's focus there. Right. Political. Right. Hmm. He's so integrated. Like, because um, if he was, if he was an ENTJ, he would be like a bit more background-ish with his ISF piece of conscious. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just yeah. really seeing that. And and I see triple control, and I could see him like going movement sometimes. You know, uh, it's either it's triple control versus triple movement. It's like okay, whoa, you know, both extremes, right? So right. Hmm. But even, um, but even a triple movement can look seem controlled because they're introverted, right? And right. I could really, really make that argument. I could I could argue on either side. I really could. I could argue either side. That's the issue. So I just need more. Give me more evidence. You know what I mean? More evidence. The only point I would make is that whenever he's initiating, 
It's in the old Eclipse. Have you really seen any initiating from him in these? Sorry. When I when I say older, I mean older in the uh, live stream. But like the videos of when he's younger, he seems to be mostly responding. Whereas in the videos where he's an old man, he seems to be more initiating, which right. to me imply that provided that we assume that subconscious development is occurs as a function of age, that right. him being more initiating older in his life would imply that the extroverted... Um, more ESFP-ish, yes. The extroverted variant would be the subconscious, which would imply to me that his ego would be introverted. Yeah, and he's not leading the conversation. He's not really leading the conversation at all. He's not taking charge of the conversation when in any of these interviews. And we know that uh, direct initiating control types would do that. Um, and well, it's not. Well, that's, that's the thing. I actually just looked up like five minutes ago what like the MBTI community types him as, and they try and say he's an ENTJ. And right. what we think is, People perceive him as an extroverted INTJ. Yeah. Yeah, but that's because, you know, ESFP integration. Right. And he, he and we did, you know, like, I don't know. It just seems way more responding. Turns control versus move. It just depends. You know what I mean? Uh, it just really, really depends. But I've seen a little bit more responding than uh, initiating. <laughs> Right. Especially I, I mean, the I other see, initiators that we've that we've done with. You know what I mean? Right. I see responding when he's younger. I see initiating when he's an old man. And if we go by the assumption that uh, subconscious development occurs as a function of age, that would imply the subconscious is an extroverted or the subconscious is initiating. Yeah. And his his INTP shadow, basically, you know, if he had one, right? Or if it or is it an ENTP shadow? You see what I'm saying? Well, that's the thing. I kind of feel like if it was an INTJ subconscious, he would be more initiating when he's younger and more responding when he's older, whereas what we're seeing is the opposite of that. Um, so I think he's like either an ESFP or an INTJ at that point. Sorry. So he's either an, he's either an INTJ or an ISFP. Really? No, I'm not seeing the ISFP at all. Like he's been like super abstract, especially in the earlier, especially in right. the earlier ones. Uh, so definitely abstract. Like we know for a fact his temperament is an NT. Like we know that for a fact. That that's it. He's an NT type, and he know yeah. and we know he's an SFP NTJ quadra, which means he's an NTJ, which means he can only be INTJ or ENTJ basically. If if that were the case, I would go with INTJ based on the uh, rationale I just explained. Because right. we go on the assumption. I mean, I'm not going to explain it again. <laughs> I don't want to drive the audience crazy. Yeah, just direct responding movement. It's just, it's, I have not been able to pinpoint really control versus movement at all. I mean, he's not, of course, then again, he's not really focused on the outcome of the interviews either. He just keeps going right. on and on and on. That is a movement thing. It is actually a movement thing. Right, absolutely, because he, he does seem to, like, run off on tangents. Like, he'll be talking about his mother, and all of a sudden, oh, the quail eggs, but they're actually mole eggs. Hello, mother, they're actually mole eggs. Oh, really, darling? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. didn't even question it. A control type wouldn't do that. A control type would be like, well, let's just move on with the interview. You know what I mean? They're not going to right, risk anything right. that's irrelevant, but when you're lampooning because you're a comedian, you're trying to keep in that relevant area, you know? So fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that I can perfectly imitate him would imply that uh, me and him are kind of on the same page. So with my uh, egg analogies and whatnot, so yeah, I, I could see him being actually an INTJ. Yeah. Have we typed an INTJ? No, we haven't. We have not typed an INTJ yet. Wow. So, but I mean, it could be like his SE inferior is super aspirational. You know what I mean? And yeah. But here's the thing: like an INTJ, when they like when they write something out, because he said in his interview, like you know, I like writing things out and then playing the part myself. You know, an INTJ can do that. An ENTJ is not really going to do that. As, well, much as, ENTJs, as much as ENTJs try to do that, it just ends up not working out. It's like 
it's interesting. Like when you see um, ENTJ is trying to be the director of a movie, which can happen. It can happen. Uh, they become directors of movies, but almost always they get saddled in being in the producer role because from that management standpoint, they're actually able to pull that off. You know, not everyone could be an Alfred Hitchcock, right? Now, right. but the thing is, he actually said, like, the rationale behind why he likes to play the part is because actors get paid much more than writers. So isn't that more of, like, an interest statement as part of his subconscious? It is. Yes, it is. So it's not like, oh, he's an INTJ and he's, like, just playing the part. He does it because he realizes that's going to make him more money. That actually is more pragmatic than interest, actually. But Yeah. And at no point did I like detect like anything like FI inferior, you know, he always knows how he feels. He's not actually remotely concerned about what other people think of him at all. Like not even, yeah. you don't have that I mean, FI inferior weakness there. He doesn't he did, have that insecurity at all. And if you think about it, the fact that he makes such dark jokes would imply that he's got the FE and the trickster or the demon slot. Well, he did actually make a specific F.E. trickster-related statement because he admitted that he had no idea how these people felt in the audience and he was just going with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And an ENTJ wouldn't do that. they plan all the way around that, whereas the INTJ is willing to shoot from the hip at that standpoint with their ESFP subconscious. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Let's do, uh, let's do one more. Uh, let's do one more uh, clip. And then we'll hold on you. Um, I've got that interaction with Taylor Swift. We can see how that works out. That that would work great because we have one SFP there. Let's let's see how that goes. That would be great. Uh, where did I put the clip? Uh, oh, here it is. Well, talking about things in common, Taylor and uh, John. So we go the the love of the cats. Now, are you two, Taylor? Yeah, I have two. Two, I like the, I like the cat. <laughs> Can I see those pictures again, possibly? Because I asked Taylor what kind of cats they were, and you said they were what? Well, I, I only have two. He showed a picture of like Six. 17 yeah. cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that, that's, in your, that's in your future. <laughs> Here comes Taylor, crazy that's, cat lady. That's, that's a few years down the road. But this is oh, Olivia. That, um, oh, how did it have the accent? What? Okay. To put it in perspective, I'm looking at Taylor Swift's body language, and she's trying her hardest not to be offended and play it off like she's laughing and uh, she's yeah. in on the joke. Yeah. Like you can literally see in her body language that like she's actually fuming that this guy's making fun of her cat. Yeah. I mean, can kill, I post links? Kill all the sacred cow. Yeah, post links in chat. Kill all the sacred cows. That's what the ENTP shadow is all about. INTP shadow wouldn't do that. John Cleese, you could not say that is the weirdest. Let's cat see if I get in trouble. Wait, wait, wait. Here's, a, here's a picture of John Cleese's cat. Look at that. <laughs> Wow, the one on his left is his wife. Okay, that's great. <laughs> yeah. That is not climbing your curtains. And the reason it's not here tonight is it didn't want to come. Yeah, if he was an ENTJ, his SE child would be like trying to make her comfortable. He does not care. He does not <laughs> care at all. He just wants to, like, he's twisting the knife on Taylor Swift. That's hilarious. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. We saved the best for last. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you want to keep rolling through this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's roll it. Let's roll it. So my, I, I, I'm not a, a massive fan of cats. Yeah. So this is the third wheel. I mean, I'm in South Africa this time next week on safari, and I like the big cats. All the big cats. The big cats. Mm. I'm absolutely at ease. But I, I prefer to be, and probably some people don't know about me, I prefer to be on safari 
watching animals with animals more than I'd like to be on this sofa or playing cricket. Yeah. Animals and me are just, I love animals. But I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to keep you. Uh, Body is a bit scuffled. Uh, give me a second. Let me try something. If, if you can almost tell, like, because we know she's initiating, right? Because we know she's an ESFP, and that interview is right. also initiating. And he's just like super, just like, eh, you know, in responding realm. It's really interesting to see that, you know, as a as a comparison for sure. All right, I'm just going to skip through past what this cricket player is saying. But you see, you're the opposite. You <laughs> You're the opposite to, some, to a cat because if you don't like a cat, a cat will come and sit at your ankle. A cat will come and sit on your lap. That's right. And that's what happens. And because I they're, 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 they're intelligent. Cats. They're emotionally. Emotional. <laughs> <laughs> that is what a dog wouldn't do that. A dog would say, oh, master, master. Who's yeah, she's initiating a different statement, but he's actually responding to the interviewer. They're unpredictable and cussed, like women. You know? <laughs> <laughs> The Graham Norton Show. All you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, Jab, I think after that, hands down, he's an INTJ. Yeah. By Can seeing you get it I, he's like, ah, oh, the cats are just like women. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He does not care. He so does not care. That Effie trickster. Yeah. 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 He's an INTJ for sure. Uh, he's been, he's been pretty responding. I mean, he was initiating at the beginning. That's because he was in his ESFP subconscious, you know, playing the playing his role of the funny guy on these like late night shows, etc. So, yeah. All right, that's it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. My final final judgment is that John Cleese is an INTJ uh, for sure on this one, and we're. Hey! We were able to verify that by putting him up against an ESFP in the same interview and just seeing the interaction. She's very initiating. He's responding and whatnot. And uh, we were able to uh, figure that out quite right. And we know for a fact he's a temper, uh, his temper is an NT. And we know that his quadra is SFP and TJ. So there you have it, folks. Uh, we finally actually figured it out after an hour. And this is what happens when I go into uh, a type session with like absolutely no knowledge of the specific subject we're going to be typing because I had no clue. don't really uh, know that much. So yeah, yeah, INTJ with insanely well integrated subconscious, uh, pretty fantastic. And uh, yeah. INTJs are, in my opinion, the absolute best. Uh, they're like the best comedians. Uh, I mean, uh, even Rush Limbaugh is an INTJ and he's actually funny. Uh, and that's why he's an entertainer, you know. And Jab, he's he's our he's our Rush Limbaugh, right, Jab? You know, including that extra newly installed coin slot, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. That, you can just tell more Kyle stories. Yeah, like story. Yeah, definitely a, a benefit uh, here at CSJ for sure. You know, so. But yeah, uh, that's it, and uh, yeah, that was fun. Thank you. That was a hot one. Yeah, that was a really hard one. Thank you, audience, for uh, sticking with us on that one. I really love people like, yes, he's ENTJ. No, he's INTJ. And this is the back and forth. It was it was pretty good, but it was great to be able to uh, to be able to do that. Oh yeah, Taj Marie's got a cool question. Um, I see your Patreon is up. Insights as to what is going in your exclusive videos. There is going to be a lot of cool stuff in the exclusive videos. Uh, the exclusive videos are going to include. Um, well, we're going to be putting. Uh, some romantic compatibility in there. We're also going to be putting sexual compatibility in there as oh well. My. Oh my! I literally got my George Takei mask on right now. If you know what I mean. Oh my! Oh my! And my uh, oh my! Yeah, and the uh, the Patreon link. I'm actually going to type it out because I can. Https colon whack whack Patreon dot dot com slash cs joseph to dope uh so but yeah uh we're gonna be doing some fun stuff on the patreon and just so you guys know like from now on like any of the outside of the live streams although we'll have like a private live stream for patrons uh any videos oh, that we crap. put up can be seen on patreon ahead of time before they're actually up and i'm actually gonna be posting one to patreon tonight i believe and then uh with a premiere happening uh tomorrow uh for uh 
season 16 episode 8 the demon function yes and it's uh it's a pretty good episode although you know i filmed it with the gopro and i really wanted uh to make it like light on fire and i think i'm just gonna have to yell at the camera like way more often because the iphone is a little bit easier to yell at but the gopro not so much so we'll see how that goes uh, yeah anywho uh yeah. Yeah, so uh, thank you for just doing this random off-the-cuff uh, how to type. We're going to be doing these Thursday nights, and we're going to be doing the Q&As on Sundays, uh, I think is what we're going to be doing from now on. So sounds good, uh, and uh, I'll see you guys uh, on Sunday, or otherwise I'll see you guys uh, probably tomorrow night for the premiere of Season 16, Episode 8. So see you then. Talk to you later. Yeah. Good night. Talk to you guys later. Have fun.